Oh, Radio 191 FM podcast? Nice one. I have the legendary Dope Lemon to tell us a little bit about his brand new release, which is going to be leading on to his upcoming album. The brand new track is called Miami Baby. It is beautiful. It is sun-soaked. And in and amongst a very impressive row of accolades, this one very highly matches up. How are you doing today, Angus? That was an incredible introduction. Thank you so much. Um, I am very well, thank you, Candice. Um, we, uh, we're out in the sun. There's a lot of light breeze. Um, it's a beautiful day. Oh, fantastic. Best vibes ever. And speaking of good vibes, your brand new track, Miami Baby, was just recently released. It is a gorgeous tune. Please tell us a little bit about the writing process behind the track. Okay. Um, so I guess I, I'm, I can talk about the, the studio and where it was created and um, we, we found this old seventies mansion, um, that was an old sugarcane farm, um, farmhouse, um, and it'd been converted into a recording studio. Um, that space was incredible. When we walked in, it was just, you know, shag pile carpet and it was very much, um, I guess, I don't know, like a party house from the seventies, that sort of. It's a time capsule um, that we were lucky enough to be able to step back into and um, we made this record and on on that record was um, Miami Baby. Uh, It was was a late night session and I guess the concept behind it was um, the idea of uh, what it would feel like to be locked up and not see the outside world and, and... that person being locked up, they dream of Miami. Um, and when they get out, they're going to go to Miami and it's going to be, everything's just going to be great for them. Um, and yeah, we sort of took it there and, um, that was sort of the daydream that fell into the song that it is. Such a sick story. And it's really interesting that you bring up the physical space that the song was written in because I know sort of through a lot of artists that the physical space that you write songs in very much affects the sound of the final product. Was the entirety of the song written in that old sugarcane farm or was it sort of split in and around various spaces? Yeah, so it was primarily – there was possibly – I'm actually sitting here with with my uh, with the engineer that worked on it. I'll ask him. He knows all. Paul, was the whole record in its entirety re- recorded at Sugarcane? I'd say most of it. We did a few overdubs, random spots, but it was pretty much done mostly there. He uh, he can confirm it was mostly done um, at Sugarcane. Probably about ninety percent of it. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was a cool space. It was we were lucky enough to to be there, and um, I think we'll go back and and we'll chip away at some stuff in the future for sure. 
How did you find that space in the first place? Did somebody show you it? Did you just stumble across it? Like, that's so random. Yeah, so it sort of came came about from um, when we were making a record in LA with um, Rick Rubin. There was um, there was a, a lad, a mythical lad, that uh, told us of this uh, this Nirvana um, this place. And um, we, when we got back, we tracked it down, and um, we, yeah, we found we found uh, what was for us a bit of an oasis, and um, it's a special place. Would you say that that is one of the more unique places that you've written music before, or do you have any any more outrageous places you've ventured to before? Oh, I think everywhere we record is pretty outrageous, to be honest. Um, I think that's what makes makes uh, we always sort of track down spots. But I think it's important. I mean, it, it kind of yeah, it is and it isn't. I think it, your imagination really um, it will be what will make the record in the end. But having a space that um, inspires you is important. I, I one of the most. We went, it was a long time ago, my sister and I, we um, recorded in this place. It was an old sawmill and it was uh, down in Cornwall, I believe, in the UK. And you had to you had to walk a railway track, probably like a kilometre or something, with all your gear and, um, and walk down. In the middle of the night, we arrived at this place and then you walk into this and there's this big beautiful um lake area with swans and and on the far end was is this place called sawmills and it, it used to be a place that um led zeppelin um would go for for time out um and there was this really incredible creature of a human that he was sort of the house the house um the house guy that lived there tom um he was uh, he was like a, a little elf or something I don't know, but uh, he was the engineer that worked at that at that studio and we made we made a cool record at that one. Um, that was a cool memory. Yeah, I don't know. All of them are, all of them have been pretty pretty land, but just big landmarks in in our um, in our career for sure. I love that though, and I think that that definitely shows in your music you know it all has that signature dope lemon sound across it but every song sort of has a different vibe and it feels like a different atmosphere behind it which I that's personally one of my favorite parts about your music so to follow on from Miami baby we have the title track of the album Kimo Sabe please tell us a little bit about that track Emo Sabi. Uh, so this song, there was a, I don't know, there was a, there was a few parts to, to how this sort of came about. Um, I guess the first part was, uh, I've always been a big fan of Will Ferrell and, um, John C. Riley, Step Brothers, um, all the movies they make, but Step Brothers was the, the, the sort of the one that kicked it off for, um, when he's he's talking to John C. Riley, Will Ferrell, in, in his room, and he's like, "I want you out of my fucking house," um, and, he, and he says, "No, oh, keep myself." Um, I always found that really funny, 
And when it came to writing the song, it was the song's sort of precipices uh, to not allow people to fuck with your vibe. Um, and uh, a way of me saying that is no way, Kim Asabi, you're going to fuck with my vibe. Um, and that's the chorus. Um, and what was cool about it is the label, they wanted to clear it with um, the writers, which is Will Farrell and, and the gang. And they actually had to send it to them to listen to. And they really liked it. And they, um, we put them down as, as, uh, as co-writers. Uh, that, that's just how it happened. Um, but a cool relationship came out of that. And now, um, hopefully one day we can, we can team up and, um, have some beers and, um, but, uh, Imasabi also, um, is the second part is it's a, it's a Native American, um, term for, um, for a trusted friend. Um, and, um, we also approached the last, um, the last sort of active indigenous tribe, um, in America, uh, to ask if it was okay if we could use that term in the song. And um, it was really beautiful. I think from, from, from asking permission with things, um, cool stuff happens. Um, they listened to it and they loved it and they thought that it, was, it was used in the right way and cool. It was like they did a little video and it was really sweet. But what cool came from, what something cool came from, it was they are a tribe that make mezcal um, tequila. So um, we are now going to team up with this company called Kimasabi um, that they had already in place. Uh, um, two really cool um, cool people over in the States, they're, they're running uh, this mezcal, um, Kimasabi. And uh, we got along really well and... Um, it's uh, it formed a really cool relationship, and um, it's kind of one of those moments where um, you realise that um, it's cool to it's cool to reach out, you know, cool stuff can happen from that. When you went about creating the song in the first place, did you ever think that it would lead you down these creative tracks? I mean, not that far. That's like, it, that opened up so many cool portals um, and different worlds for us. We, uh, we, uh, I don't think we could have imagined it that, but it's, uh, yeah, it's a cool, it's a cool thing. And all of this is leading up to a big album release in September. What kind of sounds can we expect from the new album? Uh, you know, it's, I, I guess every day is different. You wake up, um, your mood changes, and I think it's the same with writing songs. Genres um, change, and um, what you what you've been writing down in your sort of creative process changes, and um, what you're going through at that time changes. And each song sort of represents that sort of evolution of uh, where we're all at. And um, yeah, I hope people can find something good out of it. What are you looking forward to most about the album's release, following on from these two lead singles? Coming to New Zealand and rocking out with you guys. Oh, yeah. Do we have any dates <laughs> locked in for that yet? 
Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm um, supposed to say yet because there's stuff booked in, but it hasn't been announced. So we'll be heading over for some festivals and a run for sure. All right, we will we will hold out on that. I have one last question for you today. Shoot. I feel like this question is very reflective of people's personalities and their true soul. So I have the fact here that Dope Lemon's discography has been shazammed over 501,000 times in the past three years. Are you a shameless shazammer in public? Are you trying to hide it? What's your vibe? Oh, good question. I think I'm I'm not too concerned about people. I mean, I'll just hold that phone up and get that damn thing if I really like it. Um, but uh, I mean, maybe I've done a few little uh, sneaky shazams. I don't know. Uh, it depends. But yeah, I think primarily I'll, I'll just lift that phone up. And get that song if I love it enough. Legend. Absolutely rate that. And I love the shameless shazamming because who cares? I have good taste in music and so what? (laughs) And so what? I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Exactly. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time and for your honesty today. The album is coming out in September and we look forward to hopefully seeing you in New Zealand in the near future. Thank you so much, Candice, for the interview and your time. Really the Radio One Card 2023 has deals and discounts to save you money right here in Dunedin or Te Poti. Tahura Otago Museum gives you two-for-one student entry to Tahura Science Centre to see the butterflies and 10% off for all students at the Tahura Otago Museum shop. For more deals like this, go to r1.co.nz forward slash one card. Prepare to be bewitched as Spellbinding Sisters Clementine Valentine perform live this Friday, September 8th at The Crown. The folksy art pop duo formerly known as Purple Pilgrims are reborn into Clementine Valentine. To celebrate the release of their new album, The Coin That Broke the Fountain Floor, the duo are performing four intimate shows across Aotearoa, Clementine Valentine, with support from Children's Letters to God. Friday, September 8th at The Crown. Tickets from BanishMusic.com Uh, sh- sure. I heard stories about the Te Reo Irangi Kotahi Top 11 Countdown, but I never believed in it. But then one morning, we saw it. Wednesday morning, just vibing, when suddenly this enormous chart show reared up out of the speakers. It was huge. This enormous rundown of the hottest tracks that the Radio 191 FM listeners vote for. Just boom! There it was, standing up on two Mazagran headpicks, and then it strode off into the airwaves. Majestical AF. The stories talk about being able to vote online at r1.co.nz or in the Radio 1 offices, but until you see it, they're just stories. Rapa mornings from 9, the Radio 1 Top 11 Countdown. The legends are true. All right, all right, all right. We're going to be a little bit delayed on the top 11 countdown for this week because I just had to play you the Dope Lemon track after that interview. What a legend. You could just hear the ambiance in the background while we were chatting. Such a good time. Seven minutes past nine on The Breakfast Show with Candice. Top 11 countdown kicking off after this. 
But first, here is Miami Baby by Dope Lemon. I'm seeing blue skies out there. This is the best way to start your morning. Turn this up, blast it through your speakers, and keep it locked here on the Tahi. Thanks for listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. There are heaps more at r1.co.nz.